athletics and students in this community, they all kind of um, align with my own personal values and beliefs. And I had such a positive athletic and academic experience here. I'm just excited to kind of be back and, and in this role and hopefully give back to a community that gave me so much. I'm Rob Van Ood. And I'm Matt Woodard. You're listening to the fourth season of Elevate, a podcast about big ideas, little projects, and everything in between. Rob and I sit down for in-depth conversations with students, parents, and educators to raise your awareness about interesting and important things that are happening here at Catlin Gable School and in the educational world beyond. Every year, we pick a theme to help shape the focus of our conversations. And this year, we have chosen one that seems to fit the world we are living in, transitions. We hope you can join us every other week as we explore this theme through the stories, projects, and ideas from throughout our community. Welcome, Catlin community and beyond. This is our fourth season? Fourth yeah, season. fourth season. We're in the fourth season. And we're super excited. Matt and I are actually sitting in a room next to each other. In the same space. In the same space, <laughs> not over Zoom. So this is a, a live, uh, you know, conversation. And we're here with Kate and Damon from Athletics. And we're really excited. We haven't had a chance to talk about sports ever in the last four years. Um, homecoming is coming up, and we wanted to sit down with you. Both of you are new in new positions. Um, Kate, you've been here for a while, but you have a new new job. And Damon, you're, we, want to, we want to know a lot about you. So uh, we're happy to have you here. So we'll, we'll, we'll just start off and um, I guess my big question to start off is just have you guys introduce, you know, what, uh, where are you coming from? You know, what, what brought you to this position? And just together maybe talk about um, the, the vision that you have, a new team, what, what's the vision for athletics? Sure, well, thank you for having us. Um, we're really excited to be here. And um, I guess I will go first. Uh, I'm an alum of Catlin Gable, so I graduated in class of 2001. Um, it's about 20 years ago, I believe we had our, our high school reunion over Zoom, supposedly. Um, <laughs> so uh, I have a very deep and kind of strong uh, connection to Catlin and I'm pretty passionate about the school in general. Um, I am going in my seventh year as the women's basketball coach. So that was kind of my entry point back into the school as um, the head women's basketball coach seven years ago. And then about three and a half years ago, I uh, joined Sandy as an assistant athletic director. And uh, things evolved and with COVID and I was in the interim role last year and then uh, very excited uh, to be named athletic director uh, at the end of last spring and kind of took on um, permanently in July. July 2nd was my start date. So um, kind of athletics and students in this community, they all kind of um, align with my own personal values and beliefs. And I had such a positive athletic and academic experience here. I'm just excited to kind of be back and, and in this role and hopefully give back to a community that gave me so much. So. And then for me, um, I've been here um, in the role as associate at AD. Um, I can't count the weeks, but August, <laughs> August 2nd was when I started. Um, and I've been in a role similar to this one for, this is my fourth year, kind of in uh, an athletic administration position um, in an uh, independent school. I spent the last three years um, working as the assistant AD at an um, um, independent school called University Prep. 
Um, and then before that, um, just spent some time kind of coaching, coaching basketball as well. I've been coaching either at the high school, college level since about 20, was it 2013? Um, spent some time as a graduate assistant at the University of Washington um, uh, while I was in grad school and then coached uh, a few years of high school ball and club basketball in California um, and then took uh, spent a year working as the assistant uh, men's basketball coach at Whittier College which is my alma mater um, before making the the the, uh, the move to Seattle for the position that I was in previously so um, yeah, I'm just happy to be in a role to where I can have, you know, an impact on students and the community um, through athletics and to be able to kind of um, pay it forward to the, uh, the many 80s and coaches that I had growing up um, to be able to pay that forward to, you know, this community and this group of students um, is really rewarding for me. So just happy to be here. Yeah, it's great. Welcome. So what's uh, when you guys got together for the first time, what, how did you guys start thinking about how do we move athletics forward? Are you making big changes? Are you kind of keeping things the same? Like what, what's the, what's happening? What's happening? Um, well, we got together over Zoom the first, <laughs> the first time and um, then Damon uh, made the transition down here in July, but how we're looking at it right now, I mean, obviously um, we are extremely grateful to be able to be back on campus and in person. And so if we just look at this year alone, you know, we have a one year, three year, you know, five year, but this year alone, we love that all the students are here five days a week. We love that we can have a complete season. Last year, they were shortened to six weeks. These should be 12 to 13 week seasons with state championships. So I think that's really exciting for our student athletes and this community that they come, come out to events like homecoming that our student athletes can work towards like a state championship type of um, culminating event. Um, and so that's all very exciting and we have all the teams and middle school teams out participating. So I think this year um, we are still kind of adjusting, so to speak, into just getting back into let's do, you know, Captain Gable Athletics um, and let's bring the community in. Uh, that's why homecoming is so exciting. It's open to our preschool through through 12th grade community. Um, but then looking looking down the line, you know, I, I think we do a good job. We, we, we've won the sports award 19 times. We've had multiple state championships, not, you know, just in soccer, but in tennis and cross country and track. Um, can, but I, can I pause you? Just, yeah. I, I don't know if everybody knows what that 19 time award is. All sports Did, award? Yeah. Like, what does that, what does that mean? It's like for given to school in our classification. So we are a 3A uh, classification. A smaller school would be 1A. The biggest school, you know, like a Lincoln is a 6A. So in the 3A classification, um, they do, uh, the Oregon Athletic Directors Association does um, like a point system in terms of like where you finish with each team. And so um, we've won that um, 19 years, not, not in a row, but 19 times we've been awarded that based off how our teams have finished. Oh, okay. So that's based on just the standings of all yeah. the teams. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's like, we got number one in the state 19, for, classification. For, for 19, 19 years. For three years. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we, I think we do a good job, um, and we are competitive programs um, throughout, you know, uh, fall, winter, and spring. But um, for us, I think we can do a better job at looking at the whole student athlete. And what I mean by that is like what programs and what supports are we offering 
um, not just X's and O's and strategy and practices, but for the mental and emotional health of the student athlete, you know, for the strength and conditioning side of the student athlete. And those are the areas that I think we can really make some vast improvements on and really um, support uh, the, what, what I like to say is like the whole student athlete here. And so it's really embedded and enmeshed in, in you know, the upper school and the lower school and with the diversity inclusion office and with the counseling office so that when you graduate here as a student athlete, you know how to take care of, you know, your body and your mind and socially and kind of navigate all those things in a healthy way. Um, and then obviously keep some things that I think are crucial and very unique to our school, which is like our no-cut policy, so that you don't have to have participated before. I love that every year we always have like a group of seniors that will come out and try a new sport for the first time. Um, and there's usually like three or four of them and they'll try tennis or they'll try basketball. Or, and I think um, that is because of our no-cut policy and also the culture that I want to make sure we maintain of being inclusive to everyone that you can come down to the gym, you can you know come down to the field, you can join a team, um, and and feel and heard and, and seen and be a part of a team. So I think all those things are really important to us. Do you feel with that policy that we sometimes lose can lose students that are like, I really want to be in a more competitive place. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to be on a baseball team that fields, you know, 15 kids rather than kind of picking up nine. Do, does that happen? Do we, you know, do kids run off to go to Jesuit or go to the local public school? I think... And is it, a, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm assuming some kids do that, but I'm just curious about the... I think, too, um, our varsity teams tend to be pretty competitive. You know, we're either winning state or right in there to win a state championship in most, if not all sports. So if you would like that competitive um, experience and environment, I do feel like our varsity sports offer that. Um, and if then, if you are looking for more of, I just wanna be active and I wanna do something after school and I wanna do something with my friends, I feel like our JV or JV2 programs really lend themselves well to, to that. Or if you're trying to juggle multiple different you know, interests, there tends to be a little bit more flexibility down on, on those levels in terms of, of managing um, that. And, and we have students more pursue sports um, outside if we don't offer them. So if you would like a football experience, then you would have to go to your district school. Or if you would like a lacrosse experience, you would need to go to your district school. Um, but with the sports we offer, I feel like there it, it serves kind of um, a lot of different interests and kind of different levels of, of competitiveness depending on what you're looking for. Right. Damon, I'm curious, when you came in, it sounds like you've had a lot of experience both in coaching and, you know, working in different schools. What, what, were you, what are you hoping to, to bring um, yourself? Like, you were excited about being here. Like, what are the opportunities you see possible to kind of bring your own flavor to the athletic department? Yeah, I think that um, that is still, like, evolving. I'm kind of like, uh, you know, being only you know, a couple months in, I'm really just trying to like see where you know where we are um, as a program and you know as a community and kind of just see where I can maybe maybe add something here or there just based on some things that I may have seen in the past. Um, right now, it's really just more about just learning about the community and getting to know the students and getting to know our coaches, and then after that, kind of seeing like where where I can kind of kind of input things kind of you know here or there. You know, I don't want to be someone that just 
that comes into a new going to somewhere and just think I know everything. Like I've never I've been here. Sure. Yeah. I haven't been here that long. So I just really I think really for to start, I really just want to get to know kind of the program and kind of just everyone that's involved and just be a um, uh, uh, just a community, just a, uh, a figure in the community um, that's, you know, bringing a positive environment through sports, um, whether you're, if you're middle school, uh, upper school, and then maybe lower school sometime soon. So um, that's kind of where I'm at right now, just kind of just seeing where I can kind of add my two cents here or there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so as someone who's worked in a number of schools, multiple states, sounds like California and mm-hmm. Seattle mostly. Mm-hmm. Do you do you notice a difference in like the value of sports culture, just a difference in sports culture between different schools you've worked at and maybe maybe I mean, you know, you're still new here. Yeah. How does that differ from how it is here? Yeah, so the previous my previous school is very similar in terms of like how we have like a no cup policy and how the, the varsity level teams are more competitive and that's the expectation and that's you know, the expectation a little bit more higher versus maybe the sub varsity teams and same for the middle school level. Um, pl- other places that I've coached um, or worked at in um, California, they were a little bit more it was more of a um, I would say it was a more like strict it was more strict from like the bottom up. In terms mm-hmm. of like JV, there was really like I really I didn't really hear about a no cut policy until I got to Seattle, so that wasn't a thing that I was really used to. Um, so I say that was that was really the the, the biggest the biggest difference. Um, just with the competitive levels here is about the same, if not higher, than previous schools that I've been at. Um, but this school, what I've noticed that is just it's more inclusive to everyone that wants to be involved, whether if you've never played or you've played since you were you know uh, uh, young. Um, so that's that's really the biggest difference that I've noticed so far. It's just uh, the the really the emphasis on inclusion and making sure that everyone has a place um, on I- on any of our teams. So, so do we do any kind of recruiting? I know, I know you probably just don't go out like a you know college or something, but like what's the interaction with the rest of the community um, to kind of gauge student athletes, you know, that might be coming into middle school or upper school? Is there anything like that, or are you just Kids that come here, they have a sense of what the athletics are, and we take what we get. Or, how? I think in in for for middle school, that's their entry point into Catlin Gable athletics. That's when we start is in in sixth grade, and we both would um, you know explore starting athletics uh, earlier on um, uh, at Catlin Gable, and I think it, that can bring a lot of value to in, in starting um, sports younger and what it means to be an eagle and what that looks like. Um, so, and I think, you know, an area of growth for us is to make people more knowledgeable about Catlin Gable Athletics starting in sixth grade and what it is about. Um, and I think we, we both um, feel we could probably message ourselves a little bit better and let people know, hey, this is what Catlin Gable Athletics is all about. And um, we are involved in all the same um, enrollment, you know, open houses, and we have a table and those type of stuff, and make ourselves available um, to prospective families, and then you know through information on the website. But I do think that's a probably an area of growth where we can be pretty clear on like what you can expect from Cat and Gable Athletics or your experience um, moving forward. We don't do any kind of direct, you know, recruiting. Uh, usually in middle school. Uh, they, you know, they see the upper school teams get ready for practice every day, or we hope that they've come to games and um, get excited and want to continue to participate. That's what kind of gauge, like, do we have student athletes coming back, you know, season after season, year after year? If if so, then I think we're doing something right because they're having a positive experience and they want to continue to grow as an individual athlete and as a member of a team. 
Um, and so that's what, what I hope, but I think we can probably be a little bit more intentional about that um, moving forward. Um, I had a question and it just <laughs> flew out of my head. Um, well, I'll think about it. So the school's making a commitment to this capital campaign for this new space. What's your involvement in those conversations and how do you see that altering or improving the, the athletics program? Um, we're very excited about it. I think it's, it's been long overdue as someone that graduated from here, you know, that's 20 years and I think we just got a new, new floor in the weight room and that was the same floor I was, I was working on. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the, the same sweat 20, same, 20 years ago. I think ago. so. I think so. <laughs> How many years before that was that in there? We're, yeah. uh, we don't know. Um, but so we're very excited and, and what it means, but, and it's not just an athletic space. I think that's what's in, in really important to know that it is a space for the community and for wellness and I think a commitment to to that um, as well, but from an athletic standpoint, you know, it's, we, we are involved um, in it. I was involved in a lot of the planning uh, to this point and will continue both of us to be involved in, um, you know, speaking with, with interested um, stakeholders and uh, other members of the community to hopefully get them excited about it as well. And I think what it means, you know, I feel very passionate about the no cut policy and if the school would like to grow, you have to have space. Like you have to have space for the teams and we are already, you know, at, at the seams. Um, you know, if you take a, a sport like basketball and um, pre-COVID, we, you know, we had six middle school boys basketball teams. That's on top of, you know, the two middle school girls basketball teams, the two high school girls basketball teams, and the three high school basketball teams. Well, there's just not enough space. So you're putting literally sometimes five or six teams in one gym and asking them to practice at one hoop. Um, and I don't think that's kind of the experience that, that we want to provide our student athletes, nor kind of the position we want to put a coach into. Like, here's your team, and the first, you know, game that you're playing might be the first time you actually get to use a full court because of the space we have. Um, so there's definitely, you know... Yeah, that's kind of problematic. But it's a little problematic, <laughs> you know. So there are definitely, like, very clear... Um, just kind of factual, very clear, we need more space if we want to continue with no-cut policies, which we do if we want to continue to go to school, grow the school, we need the physical space to do that. But then also aligned with what we were talking about before, like what other programs do we feel are really important for these student athletes to have access to um, that can really make them grow into this, you know, whole, uh, whole student athlete and, and space for that and programming for that um, can be used through this, you know, community center as well. And when I say too, like it was a beautiful all school assembly, uh, yesterday it was fantastic. Um, but we don't have a whole space for the whole school to go. So when we go back to like, what does this do? Yes, it does a ton for athletics, but it does so much more for this whole community and wellness spaces from, you know, preschool down to 12th grade and, you know, multi-use spaces and, and all that stuff. So it's a pretty, I think, uh, symbolic and also special, um, um, place hopefully in the end that can really bridge and bring the whole community together. So. Is there already uh, a plan like blueprints and that's all? Mm -hmm. Okay, so here's the million dollar question that everybody wants to know. Is there going to be a pool? <laughs> People, we've heard pool, indoor track. Yeah. Um, racquetball court. Racket like <laughs> like the, those rooftop like fields, you know, uh, oh, that yeah. you, you see. So I don't know if the pool made the cut. The pool did not make the cut oh, yeah. from, from the last <laughs> one, so I can just tell you. 
tell you now. So, um, and I know that the swim team's probably dis disappointed to hear that the pool team, you know, pool didn't make the cut and the track team's disappointed that indoor track didn't make the cut. But um, I will, I think I can promise you that'll be a pretty, pretty special place with what we hope is some great energy where, where everyone wants to come down and whether you're a student athlete or not, but just come down and, and be a part of it. And I think that's what's mm -hmm. important to us too, the energy that we give off as an athletic department. Mm -hmm. um, so well, yeah, and just the ability for the whole school to be able to gather under right. one roof. <laughs> I mean, like how, many, how, many, how many all school assemblies have been like postponed or canceled because <laughs> of rain? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. We're like working into October here. Right, like, yeah. Oregon's not a good place to have that expectation. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, and, and like I said before, the just general wellness programming too yeah. beyond athletics. Mm -hmm. So, it would be great for this community. So, so is there the ability to grow the type of um, offerings that there will be? Like, we talked about. Uh, Obviously, we're not going to have a swim team on campus, but is there other sports that mm -hmm. we haven't been able to have uh, as a, a team sport at the school that we would expand to? Um, or are we pretty committed to the, the major sports that we have currently? I think at this time, we're pretty committed to the major sports you know, we have. I know there's always a question of lacrosse. Uh, yeah, that's the one I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> there. You know, softball. I don't hear as much softball. softball. softball yeah. um, I haven't heard as, as much rumbling about you know football, but every once in a while I hear softball, I hear a lot of the lacrosse. I think at this time we're we're pretty committed to the sports um, that that we're offering and just giving those student athlete and coaches the the space that they need to have have their team. Yeah. So. Um, so as as we start wrapping up. Um, Thoughts about homecoming, things you want people to know. This podcast is going to be going out around, a little bit mm -hmm. around the time of homecoming. So things the community should know about it. Any? Like it's, uh, it's, homecoming, it's homecoming week, so, you know, not just, it kind of, you know, it culminates with that Friday game, soccer game, but we have a spectacular volleyball team uh, right now that is five, five and one, mm -hmm. is that right? Five and one. Mm -hmm. And um, they are taking on OES that Thursday, 4.30 for their JV squad to six o'clock for their varsity. They already got one great win against um, the Aardvarks over there. So hopefully on homecoming week, they'll get another one. And then the soccer soccer games at four and six on, on Friday down on that field. Um, and I think it's important to know that it is open to the whole community. So um, preschool through through 12th graders welcome obviously there'll be a lot of COVID precautions and a lot of COVID protocols that will need to be followed um, and I think we're going to lean on the community to make sure that those can be followed so that everyone can have a fun but safe um, experience there um, let's see no well for me it'll be my first homecoming <laughs> experience here so I mean I'm just looking forward to um, well, one, for us to be able to even have it with fans and with the community members be able to be out there um, watching our teams play is, 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 is a, definitely a positive. Um, and then, yeah, for me, just like I said, just try to, you know, get a, get a better feel for the community and just become a, a, a figure in the community um, that provides, you know, you know, the best athletics experience possible for all of our students. So um, that's really what I'm looking forward to, just seeing how it's going to play out. And I haven't seen a... Uh, OES versus Catherine Gable <laughs> matchup, so that'll be you know my first little taste of that. So right. looking forward to that. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I I don't want to uh, cross country has their kind of homecoming event a little bit later in October, but October fourteenth. So that's kind of their one um, home cross country race. So we try to get a lot of um, of the student body out for that and the community out for that, so that they can 
um, feel that love too. Um, so it, it should be a fun week. Um, I know we're going to have a, a eagle eagle mascot <laughs> that's going to make some appearances. We're going to have some nice signs. Um, so it should be good. Good. Hopefully Thursday and Friday for everyone. Nice. I, this is a totally different random question that I've been wondering for a long time. Okay. <laughs> um, why we don't have stands mm -hmm. on the athletic field? I'm just thinking about homecoming and like bringing right. a lot of people out. Everyone has to kind of sit in chairs and it's like the hill and it could be muddy. It's like, I'm always wondered about that is why that has never been part of the facilities buildup of do you have it's any idea? I do not have any insight oh, for you. Okay. I think those those stone... Um, the giant steps. Yeah. The giant steps are supposed to serve as <laughs> mm -hmm. as kind mm -hmm. of a place platform. to... Platform. Platform, a place to sit and, and cheer, cheer uh, our eagles on. So I don't have a great one, okay. but like anyone that's been, been down there for those homecoming games knows the great kind of uh, energy and competitiveness that... Uh, takes place in those games and, and in the gym, you know, it's a small gym, but we can uh, we can have fans like Damon said, which is fantastic. And so it's great to, to come cheer and cheer on all our Eagles that Thursday and Friday. Yeah, so great. Yeah. Athletics are back. We're back. Yeah, we're good. back and we're excited about it. So. so what we've been asking people as a closing thing, just on a personal level, is there something you would suggest people be reading or looking at or watching, something you're excited personally in the world of athletics or in the world of your personal athletics that you do that you think, oh, you gotta check out this or this team I really love or you know, something that you wanna turn people, the audience on to something in that world that you, you both work in? I mean, my first response is going to say Lakers because it's Los Angeles, and I know it's going to probably make a lot of people upset. But um, yeah, I, I would just you know encourage all the community members just just uh, to you know at least come come see all of our teams participate, so, right? Okay. Uh, play um, so soccer, cross country, volleyball, our middle school games where middle our middle school programs will be playing games. Um, just you know. Just take a, if you have some time, just get you know take a look at all of our yeah. teams that are going to be participating in sports in yeah. the upcoming seasons. And yeah. Part of that question also is like you know there's so many great like sports documentaries. Mm -hmm. yeah. I tend to watch those a lot. Mm -hmm. So that's that was kind of in my head when I was thinking about possible shout outs to like you gotta see this or book or whatever well yeah. I'll, yeah I'll say um, just because I've seen it probably three times in a row uh, The Last Dance um, um, documentary for the Chicago Bulls oh, yeah. that was a really good um, mm -hmm. documentary documentary it happened right in the middle of lockdown and stuff like that so it really didn't have much else to watch but it's a really good really well put together documentary so that's really focusing on Michael Jordan and, mm -hmm. you know. yeah, yeah the focus yeah. a lot on Michael Jordan not necessarily the Bulls but <laughs> um, yeah it was just yeah, it's it's a it's good to have that kind of you know behind the scenes kind of look at kind of that team during that time. Yeah, so, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I think with the the Olympics just happening and and all that stuff, I obviously bend a little bit more towards kind of the the female athletes and the women's team. And I have not had a chance to watch it yet, but there's supposed to be a good one on the uh, Atlanta 1996 kind of women's um, sports teams in the in the Olympics and their impact. Um, and it's kind of there's I think a lot of uh, societal and kind of cultural change around females in sports right now. So I always kind of put an ear mm -hmm. and an eye towards towards those. I don't have a, like a direct recommendation, but usually you know m my reading whether it's an article or a documentary um, 
bends itself that way. Um, just personally, as a female student athlete here in, in college. So, um, and I think there's a lot of excitement and a lot of um, growth that can happen in that area. So mm-hmm. it's kind of been been fun to read along. Um, so that's that's kind of where my head's at a lot of it. And also the kind of that mental health piece of it too. These mm-hmm. aren't just student athletes or athletes or world-class athletes. I mean, it was on full display in the Olympics and and other um, yeah. large uh, sporting events. These aren't just, you know, world-class athletes. They're, they're people, and I, I think that's what resonates with Demond and I, yeah. too. Like, you need to take care of the whole person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, those type of topics and those type of things is, is kind of where, where I bend a little bit. So. Great. Good <laughs> suggestions. Mm-hmm. Matt, any other questions? No. Okay. It's so great talking to both of you. It was yeah, great to talk to both of you. Thank you, thank you for taking in. the time. Yeah. yeah. So. All right, everyone get out there to homecoming. Yes, please. We'll see you please come. The whole week. Check the, it all the out. Whole, the whole week. The whole so week, there'll be yes. a lot of festivities around. It should be a really, really fun um, few days. So Great. All right. Thanks, Thanks. Caden, Damon. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Elevate. If you have questions, ideas, or want to share your story, please email us at elevate at catlin.edu. 